What's up, motherfuckers? Welcome to GWR Gonzo's Wrestling Room, voice of Indian Independent Wrestling. Here, uh, Tuesday, December 21st, 2021. Have a big show planned today. Have a pro wrestler, Eric Valkyrie, joining us. How you doing today? Doing awesome. How are you? Uh, not too bad at all. Been stay <laughs> staying busy. Yeah. Which is a good thing, though. Especially around this time. So, uh, how long how long have you been in the wrestling business? Um, altogether, I've actually been in the wrestling business off and on for about ten years. But uh, when I first started out, I was more of a part timer. And to be honest, I only got booked maybe once about every three or four months. And then when I ever MPG opened up and I started with them, I finally became full time. So I've been doing that for about six months to a year. Uh, you wrestle any other uh, promotions besides MPG? Um, I started out training and wrestling in WCWO. Okay. Uh, in Indian, Indianapolis. And then there was a promotion that was open for a little bit called uh, Apex Wrestling in Michigan that I wrestled for too. Uh, so, uh, excuse me. So you uh, got, who trained, who trained you there at WCWO? Was uh, that with Basher? Basher, Pogo, and Easy Cruise. Okay. Was Pogo you was 
my main trainer. I like Pogo. We go, we go, we go down to WCW. Uh, we've been going down there quite a bit to to watch on Friday nights. That's awesome. They put on some pretty good shows. Yeah, it's. I just think it's great that there's an independent place like that that goes every week. It's you don't see that yeah. very often. It's nice. Yeah, those guys go pretty hard. Uh, so right now, do you wrestle any other place, or are you just strictly at MPG? Uh, right now, strictly MPG. Um, I have been talking to a few guys from Crash Tested Wrestling, and uh, I I definitely have my eyes set on that place here soon. So um, I'm actually going to go watch a few of my wrestling friends on the next show and possibly maybe see what I can do from there. Uh, where, where's Crash Tested at? Um. I want to say I can't actually remember where exactly it's at. Um, I'm still kind of newer to the crash tested scene. I know it's over there a little bit above Gary. Okay. Um, so it's up north. Yeah. I'll have to check, I'll have to check into that. That's a, one, that's a place I I think I've seen something on social media one time about them, but I hadn't really didn't really know much about them. Yeah, they're, they're another promotion with some pretty good talent pretty new and upcoming but fresh and good a lot like we at mpg like to do as well yeah so it's good to see that yeah we enjoy, we enjoyed that when we came down a couple weeks ago that was the first time we'd been to mpg to mpg show and, uh, I mean, we enjoyed it we were looking forward to coming back awesome oh yeah we i mean you go back to our, our old videos and it goes from you know all these not many fans coming, uh, not a very big venue, not a very good place to go into Comic-Con and just growing within the last six months. And it's it's been pretty cool. Yeah, I know the next show, we're going to have another real good card on it. So, I mean, with the talent that you guys are bringing in, you would think that the, it's just going to keep growing and growing. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what? Definitely, I know. Oh, go ahead. Good. Uh, what got you? What got you into the wrestling business? Um, whenever I was younger, I my dad was obsessed with wrestling. So, growing up, I just you know I watched it with him. And about when I was about twelve or thirteen, I had a cousin that was a lot like a brother to me. And instead of not only not taking the "do not try this at home" not seriously, he basically mocked it. Um, we had garages that we would put on matches we would come out of the garage or my bedroom bloody actually <laughs> and laughing about it and my mom would just freak there'd be times where we'd get in trouble because we'd break my bed and so eventually as i got older i was like i got this is something i really want to do i want to train for um and you know if I might as well do it right and not hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. So ever since then, I got into it. And um, I loved it when I first got into it, but there was just a lot of problems going on uh, around, unfortunately, my, uh, my life at that time. And it couldn't really allow me to do a lot of things. Now I'm a lot more free. Um, I have a lot more time. So it's, it's definitely been all right. Makes it a lot easier to devote more time to the wrestling business. Yes, yes, and that is definitely my plan right now. Uh, 
How how long did you train before you had your uh, first match? Um, I trained for about six months, but it was, it, I mean, a lot of other training places was for about train, you know, once a month and then you're not refreshed. Of course, with it being at WCWO, not only are there shows every week, but they had training sessions every week as well. And then my first match was a, uh, a battle royal. And then I started out against a few of the other mid cards. Um, yeah, your, your childhood sounded quite a bit like mine. My dad is a huge wrestling fan. He actually he was actually been doing some of the shows with me on commentary and stuff. He was at MPG with us, and uh, but awesome. he's still he's still a hardcore fan. He don't miss the show. He watches it basically Monday through Friday. <laughs> That's and, uh, awesome. If he has to go yeah, to work, he'll DVR it. But he's, yeah, it's just so we always when I was a kid, he took us to a lot of shows and. That's really cool. Um, my dad actually took me to uh, a, a, a double down WCW show when WCW was still on. And then I think when I was more of a teenager, um, when uh, Booker T actually won the World Heavyweight Championship from Rey Mysterio, uh, uh, Great American Bash, he took me to that too. So uh, back back then, I don't remember going to much WCW. We went to if WWF or WWE was in town, they were in Indy. We were going, we we had good seats and was going. <laughs> that that would have been cool. Think, um, I, I actually have been to quite a few WWE uh, uh, super shows, the ones they put on in Muncie and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's kind of cool to get a, a closer experience. Yeah, it's all yeah when they're in a smaller venue like that. It, it's uh, them are the ones that are a lot. Real, I don't know. They're be- to me are better to go to. Oh yeah, definitely. We went to the know. ones in Muncie, and then like I said, we go to Indy. Uh, we took my son. My son's twenty one now, but we took him. I'm trying to remember what year it was, but to SummerSlam when it was in in Indianapolis. Oh, that would have been cool. Uh, got to see Edge and uh, Undertaker in a Hell in a Cell match. That was it. Was pretty cool. That been awesome. Edge is actually one of my. Favorite. That's my son's favorite. We act well. You can't see it with this camera angle, but we actually have a chair. It's my son's, but he lets me use it as a prop. But it's signed by a. It's a Royal Rumble chair, and it's signed by Edge, and uh, Jim, awesome. and uh, Jim Ross. That is so cool. I bought it for my son at a, off a guy at a wrestling show years ago, and then when we started doing this podcast stuff, I said, "Hey, you know what? You you don't have that sh- chair displayed or nothing. Let me use it." So he let me bring it over to my house. And I'll say, I'll make use of it use it on the podcast. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, so who were some of the guys that you were that you were fans of that maybe helped mold mold you as a wrestler? Um, I guess as far as bigger guys go, um, definitely Edge and Mick Foley. That was honestly one of my favorite hardcore matches. Um, and I also – like the Hardy Boys a lot too, but I, I feel like that's a little cliche. Um, Randy Orton, um, James Storm definitely. So it was it was a pretty good honor to actually meet him. Um, Sting until I met him in person, and I mean I'm not going to go into that. I'm not going to bash anybody, but I didn't I didn't have a good experience with him, unfortunately. So it kind of gave me my own opinion about him. Yeah. Um, and then even some of the more indie guys like the man that I just beat down, POC. 
I've watched a few of his when I was younger. Um, when I was a kid, actually, I, I met Pogo when I was a kid, and that's why he kind of became a trainer to me. I, I always watched him and Don Basher as well. Uh, so a lot of those guys. Did you uh, um, did you get to go to a lot of uh, independent shows when you were younger? Yeah, uh, actually, I pretty much went to – I lived in – Greensburg, Indiana at the time, and I pretty much went to every single WCWO show that was in Greensburg Hospital. Okay. That's actually what got me interested in it, and that's what made it. So WCWO uh, used to be in Greensburg? Um, they they throw Greensburg shows, I think, uh, once once a month. Or oh, okay. Every couple months. So it, it, it's kind of a one of their outside shows that they do. Yeah, we, and then once I started learning that they were in Indianapolis, I started going to the Indianapolis shows before I actually started getting trained by them. Yeah, we go to we used to go to a lot of independent shows and then Oh yeah, those are fun. And then with just life stuff in life happened, we didn't we stopped going to as many and then now we now we're back into going to a bunch of them again, but when my son was younger, we used to take him to independent shows all the time cuz you could see like he got to see Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Got got to see some of the older guys. Yeah, that's that, that is pretty cool. Um, that's that's probably one thing about my wrestling experience that's really neat is a lot of the guys that I did grow up watching, whether it was on TV or independently, I got to actually meet, talk to, hang out with, and it's even learn from, and it's been almost unreal. Have you got to re- uh, wrestle any of them? Um. <laughs> Other than DOC, no. Um, DOC is the only one that I I was a fan of and got to work with. Uh, who's some of the guys that you've got to meet? Um, I've got to meet James, well, James Storm, Chase Stevens. Um, Dylan McQueen I didn't actually watch growing up as a kid, but, you know, I watched a little bit of his stuff on AEW. Um, I also got to meet Madman Fulton, which was – awesome he's honestly one of the best guys that i've met as far as bigger talent goes um and then i have met one half of the bushwhackers luke bushwhacker i believe that'd be cool i I got to meet a little bit of kevin nash at comic-con but not enough to talk to him like some of the other guys some of the other guys actually even got advice from him which was awesome um and then same way with Mick Foley, it was kind of uh, I, I got to meet him, but not actually get to talk to him, kind of thing. Is a uh, Dylan McQueen? Is that the same? Is that the Dylan that was at the last show? Yes. Okay, because on the on the match court match card they gave me, it was just a lot of it was was just one like first names and stuff, so I wasn't for sure. Yeah. You said you said uh, he's been on AEW. Yeah, he he's actually. Um, Pretty much Cody Rhodes' golden boy, or was at one point, Cody Rhodes' golden boy. So, okay. I mean, that, that's pretty cool. All right, I mean, yeah, I because me- I remember that match. That was one of the first matches of the show. Yeah. That was. Uh, what, what's your goal, uh, what's your, like, goal or end game in the wrestling business? Um, originally... My my goals actually kind of changed, um, and actually I have DOC to thank for that. Um, 
and that is one thing I can thank him for after our match. Uh, my goal was to learn, which which it still is, you know, learn from new people, um, whether that be rookies that know something that I don't, or whether that be experienced 20-year-plus vets that can teach me a lot. Um, and just to get far, eventually I want to go I want to get contracted by somebody. I think that would be great. Um, I, I did start a little late in my life, but I feel like maybe I have a little bit of hope left. Um, honestly, one of my biggest goals, maybe a little bit of a dream, but is to get eventually contracted by Impact Wrestling um, or AEW. That'd be badass too. But one of my, I've, I've always kind of had a thing for Impact Wrestling. So. Um, yeah, I like Impact. I don't watch. Yeah. I don't get to watch as much as I should. My dad watches a lot, so I, I learn a lot about it from him. But oh, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, after that, though, a- after my match with DOC, to be honest, something um, something just awakened in me, and uh, I- I'm not gonna lie, I-, I was a little nervous going into that match. I didn't let anybody know, but I've never actually been. I mean, I've been in matches that involve weapons, but I've never been in street fight, never been in a hardcore match before that. That was, that was my first time ever. And after that, now I have a whole new passion for it. Um, and now one of my biggest goals is to become one of the biggest hardcore wrestlers in Indiana. Yeah, and that's something you don't, well, at least at the promotions we've been to, you don't see a lot of the har- hardcore I know you got some of the yeah. you got some independent promotions that do the death matches and stuff, which I'm yeah. I plan on visiting that AWR here real soon to go watch one of those because oh, yeah. I've never oh, been I've actually, never been to a death match live and uh, oh. I, I watched that uh, what was it John Moxley against Gage yeah and they had pizza cutters and all kinds of stuff but it was just what got me even more in it was the atmosphere like they basically had to almost fight their way to get to the ring through the crowd. And oh, I, yeah, people go crazy over that. that. It just, I don't know, the atmosphere. I'm like, man, I need, I want to go experience that one time. Yes. Um, I actually went to a IWA Mid-South on one of their Prince of the Death matches one time and watched it, and it was, it was, it was crazy. That's something that maybe I'm not ready for quite yet, but something that is what I want to be a goal eventually. I want to go check it out. I'm, I'm a big UFC fan. I like the, I'm I'm I'm, just, yeah, I'm a big fight. I'm a fighting guy. I like to watch. I like to watch fights. I like to watch even wrestling. And I was amateur. I wrestled in high school and and stuff. So right. I've always done kind of the combat stuff. Oh yeah, I, I I I've always kind of grew up around it too. So it's it's fun to watch. Fun to watch. Fun to do. Um, I mean, I've even done uh, jujitsu when I was younger as well. So. Uh, what what do you think is uh, the hardest thing about the independent wrestling scene? Um, honestly, getting it, it, there's a lot. I mean, that that's kind of a hard question to answer. Um, maybe one of the biggest things is learning the difference between taking criticism from somebody that's trying to help you and um, just. Sometimes you'll run into people that just think you're a lost cause. Um, I've even experienced that when I first started out. I was against 
somebody that I wasn't ready to be against and um, pretty much botched a lot of it, unfortunately. And it, there was, you know, there was one person that was giving some criticism, but I kind of took it hard, but I was like, all right, you know, it's cool. And then there was that other person that just pretty much called me a complete piece of shit. And I was like, oh, okay. And it, it kind of gives you that feeling like, do I really want to do this anymore? But yeah. For me, that passion just, it doesn't fully die down. So I, I would say maybe the taking the criticism from a lot of the older vets would probably be one of the hardest things um, that I've, I've had experience with, not just from myself, but from other people that I've seen. And, and, and not that it's a bad thing. I, I, I love getting criticism. Sorry. I love getting criticism from older wrestlers. I love the fact that younger wrestlers can get criticism from older wrestlers to try to help them build. But sometimes in the business, there are vets that will give criticism, but at the same time will not really be happy with or satisfied with what just happened. So they're going to go at you a little hard, and a lot of people are just going to take it hard. Yeah. There's a difference between constructive criticism and then just be just being an asshole or or yeah. or just I don't know. All the people I've dealt with so far since we've got started doing the going and pl- doing commentary and stuff, I haven't ran into nobody like that. Everybody's been great, and it, but right. you hear That's you. Awesome. Hey, I know it's out there. You hear you always because I was kind of leery when we first started doing this because. I'd always heard horror stories about independent wrestling and but I mean all the organizations that we've worked at it's basically been like they're all almost like big families. Yes, the oh yeah, definitely. Um and everybody's treated us great. I mean Yes it is. I, and I absolutely love it. And that's actually one of the biggest things I love about MPG is in one weird way or another we no matter what, I mean, we might fight against each other, obviously, whether that be for competition, for a grudge, <laughs> to beat the hell out of each other and leave each other a bloody mess. Um, in one weird way or another, no matter how much we love each other or hate each other, we have each other's backs at MPG. And that's probably the best thing that, in my opinion, not trying to put down other promotions, but MPG is the best promotion that I have worked for so far. And it's oh, it has a lot to do with the backstage atmosphere. Yeah, you know, also said and like we went to WCWO and I've I've been yes they they have they I went there good. I went there I think four times now. One time was the we actually went there and commentated the show and, and streamed it live, and then other times we just me and my dad and my girlfriend's uh, son and us we went down there just to watch as fans. But, like, as soon as we walk in, all them guys will come up, they'll shake our hand or give us a hug. And and the same thing, like, at BMFX, uh, well, either with the, at MPG, like, uh, Jared Kripke. Oh, yeah. Uh, I interviewed him, like, right right before that show, the Friday that Friday, and then the show was on Sunday. And that was the first time I'd ever talked to him. Well, then, like, when he, he came in at, at MPG, he came right over to us, talked to us, shook our hand and stuff, and then I saw him at BMFX this week. And as soon as they got there, came came up, gave me gave me a hug, big hug, and and like all the WCWO guys that was at that event came up and talked to us. Oh, so I mean, we made a lot of friends in just a short yeah, amount of time. Of 
Um, I've, I've actually even had my own run-in with him um, for the AIWF Midwest Heavyweight Champion. He got the best of me both times, but I think after that, we kind of found a new respect for each other. I mean, I, I learned how, how strong and how experienced he was. And um, actually, our second match, I, uh, I broke my ribs at Comic-Con during our match. And so he kind of learned how much pain I can take. <laughs> so it kind of made us found a new newfound respect for each other. Yeah, I, I I like watching him in the ring. He's he's good in the ring. Yeah, he is. And just he's, his he's his whole character, his personality, it just <laughs> he's yeah, he's he, he's different, but he's one hell of a guy. He's somebody that I have probably the utmost highest respect for, at least from my standpoint. I I just the things he's done not only, you know, as a wrestler, but even as a person to help others out is incredible. Yeah, yeah. He's, like I said, I, I just met him a few weeks ago, but he seems like a real good guy. I've, yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed yeah. talking to him, and I think I think me and him might do some do some work together here in, in the near future. That would be awesome. That would definitely be awesome. Um, I do know that he... He has plans for his future to uh, start a wrestling school. And after our match, or our last match, I told him, I said, "I want to be one of your first students." Yeah, I, th- I think he, he, I think he'd be a good trainer. Definitely, definitely. Uh, who, who's been some of the your uh, favorite guys that you've got to uh, wrestle wrestle with? Some uh, of your favorite matches? Um, Jared, definitely. Uh, <laughs> that was. A huge opportunity. Um, I actually got, had a, a tag team championship match at Comic Con against Cardinal Manifest as well. Um, I don't know if you've heard too much about them. Uh, Aaron Kasner well, and Mako Hanks. What was the name? Cardinal Manifest. No, I, I, I haven't heard of them. My dad probably has. I'll ask him. They're uh, they're they're about the same age as me, maybe a little younger. Um, they're they're a very talented tag team. Um, they were really good to work with, and uh, Nick Diamond. I got to work with him. He's he's good. Uh, Michael Pierce is another one that I didn't mind working with, and I'd love to work with again. Um, Luke Savage, uh, Sanji, and Dalton Love. I actually had a match with all three of them not long ago. Um, I, I didn't get too much time with uh, Dalton Love, but I, I wish I would have got a little more time with him, and I think I hope eventually in the future I will. Um, I definitely got some time with Savage. He, he got some time with me. Um, same with Sanji. Uh, both hella crazy. But, um, and then uh, another person that I worked with in, other than obviously Pogo, that I got to work with and WCWO that has kind of made a really big career for himself was Sean Kent. That. He actually, uh, he was my first, I guess you could say, rivalry in WCWO. Okay. So I've kind of been watching the things that he's been doing, and he's been definitely making a huge name for himself. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Dalton Love and Luke Savage. We uh, They're actually from Muncie, the same where, uh, where I live. I actually, co- I actually coached Luke Savage in, uh, in uh, amateur wrestling when he was oh, young. Really? That's, yeah. That's awesome. 
<laughs> and I knew Dalton from amateur wrestling too, because Dalton and my son wrestled on the same middle school team for a little wow, while. That's really cool. But we were looking, we were looking forward to seeing them, so we hadn't seen them wrestle live, uh, yet. So we, uh, and we had seen they were going to be at that show last time. So we was like, okay, we'll finally get get to see them. Well, then things happened, and they they wasn't at the show. So I'm, we're hoping uh, to see them in the near future. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I haven't really heard too much from them here lately, but I'm really hoping to see them next show. Um, and then uh, Savior, I know he wrestles down there some. I, I, I've been wanting to see him too. I haven't seen got to see him wrestle live yet. He's he's, a, he's definitely a monster of a man. <laughs> yeah, he can He's been on the, all three of them have came on the show, and well, uh, Dalton and Luke have been on a couple a uh, couple times. Okay. Awesome. Dalton came on uh, one time and watched a pay-per-view, uh, WWE pay-per-view with us. We did a live watch-along thing, and he came and watched it with us. That's pretty cool. Um, I, I think I actually uh, might have seen an advertisement for Luke on the guys' show not long ago. Uh, well, speaking of younger guys, is, is there any younger guys that you've wrestled that, that have impressed you that you think are going to make a name for themselves? Um. There's one that I, I, I kind of have my eyes on. Or, well, actually, there, there, there's more than one. Um, honestly, I guess a lot of the other wrestlers are about my age or older than me. Um, one that kind of caught my attention was Tyler Stevens. Um, I wouldn't mind wrestling him. Uh, both members of Los Switch Amigos. Yep. And maybe even Outlast. Um, my partner or not partner, whatever, decide, he decides to make up his mind, that's his choice, whatever. But Alex Van Zandt uh, is another one I wouldn't mind working with. And then also uh, Nick Diamond and Michael Pierce and Sanji. Again, I those those three are like the ones that I kind of want to, I want to work with a lot just because their style and we all have all all four of us just have very different styles, so I think it would be very interesting for the four of us to be in a ring together. Um, and then I would love to work with Jared again, eventually. Um, I also seen um, a lot of Jaden Quick stuff too, and I wouldn't mind working with him and uh, the Mason Duke. I wouldn't uh, mind working with him, especially in a hardcore match. Oh yeah, you get the uh, being. You get to watch much of like other independent shows. Um, I am now. Uh, I, I I've started a lot of I guess my own personal scouting now. Um, I watch a lot of Crash Tested, uh, BMFX. Still watch WCWO. Um, I watch narcissistically. I watch our show. <laughs> like I think that's my own thing. Um, I've been watching. I think I mentioned Crash Tested, uh, Chicago Style Wrestling, and uh, TSW. Um, and then there's been a couple others that I, I can't really remember the name of the promotion, but there's been a few others to where I've watched other people's matches from other promotions too, such as uh, Jared, Nick, um, and um, I, one, one of my uh, biggest wrestling or a guy that I'm a huge fan of that, um, to, due to unfortunate circumstances, um, I 
wasn't able to meet him. I, I wish I would have. Is uh, Austin Theory. Um, I'm definitely a huge fan of a lot of his stuff. Yeah, I think he. Ha- I think he has a lot of talent. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah, he he was awesome. Oh, uh, when when you got into the wrestling business, was your uh, did you have the support of your family, or was they did they think you was crazy? Um, my dad loved it. My dad absolutely loved the idea. Knew that I was always kind of the wild kid in the family that I always loved doing that, and he he's came to a few shows and watched me. Um, my mom, on the other hand, yells at me every time I come home and show her my match, especially the last couple. <laughs> yeah, she's probably so, a big fan of the last one where, where there was uh, the blood. She she about had a heart attack. <laughs> um, but she actually not the last show, but the show before last, she actually came and watched it live. So I mean, that was that was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun to mess with her. Yeah. I know what that uh at that Comic Con you mentioned it a couple times. You guys wrestled like. Didn't you guys do like seven or eight shows or something over over that weekend? Um, we we did eight shows in three days. Um, I did about five matches, but a lot of I mean a lot of other people did all all eight shows, and everybody just went hard. And that's I feel like me personally was that was one of our biggest um, comebacks as far as going from a lot of people who are green because even during the duration of Comic Con, you can see. You know, a lot of people in the beginning of Comic-Con that were green, that didn't have a lot of experience, and you could tell, too, towards the end of Comic-Con, they were absolutely kicking ass to the point where there was people on the outside of our room watching because there wasn't enough room on the inside. So, I mean, we we definitely drew um, everybody just did amazing – I think everybody pretty much felt it after that. <laughs> so the month and a half that we had after that was amazing because we, we needed it. <laughs> everybody, uh, I think everybody at least got hurt at least once at one point or another. But, I mean, none of us regretted it. It was just a lot to handle. But it was, in my experience, it was one of the best times of my life. Oh. So. I've seen a few of the matches from that show, uh, from from some of them shows, and then Luke yeah. Luke and Dalton was talk was talking about 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 like by the last day they were so, you were so sore that but, uh, they actually um, they had a match that pretty much was one of the biggest ones that stole the show. Um, yeah, I've they, watched that one online. That was a good that was a good yeah. match. Yes, it was. There, I, I definitely give them props for that one. Oh, well, Oh, Savage! Savage is a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> was you in that match where he jumped off the stage? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, th- yeah. yeah. I, uh, I thought you was in that match. That was at the sh- that went at the last show, but it was at the show before, wasn't show before it? Before last. Yeah. 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 My uh, my face met the belly, so that was real nice. And then, of course, I got to be the lucky one. He got to take out of the crowd. So after that, so it was it was fun to work with him, but he's. It's a little crazy. I, <laughs> I didn't expect the snaps from him as he did. So he took me a little by surprise. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them guys live. And like I said, we were impressed with you. We was impressed with a lot of guys there at MPG when, uh, when we went. And we're we're looking forward to coming back. Like I said, we were 
like I was telling you before we got on live, I was working on our, our schedule, trying to compare all the dates, and uh, yeah, it looks like we'll be able we're going to be able to make most of them. I know there might be. I know we won't be at the February show. That's all right. Um, well, uh, is the February show is the February show going to stay at the same date since you guys moved the January show back? Um, yes, actually, as far as I'm aware of. Um, okay. I don't have a final answer to that. That would actually be yeah. Um, but as far as I'm aware of, it's still the same show. Um, we're yeah. just gonna have it two together. Yeah, February. February we's already booked somewhere else. Uh, That's understandable. So we're we're gonna miss it, but I think I'm pretty sure we'll be there in March and awesome. all that. Um, January 29th works for us too. So I was like, cool. Because I saw what it said was changing dates. It's like, please don't be on the 15th. I'm actually really happy you're going to be there in March because in March, uh, I, uh, I'm not going to mention anything, but I have something pretty big planned. So, all right, that'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, we. So that's definitely something to look forward to if you're a fan of MPG. Because we're we're going we'll be at MPG a lot next year. We're going to definitely be at DCCW here in Muncie. Uh, we we do basically do all their shows. They were yeah, the that's show that I've kind of started to get into now. Yeah, they have some good talent there, and it's ran it's ran by good people. They do a lot for the community around here, and that's awesome. And they're, they're the ones that gave me gave us our first opportunity at uh, doing a live stream and doing live commentary. Really, that's pretty cool. That's that's really cool, though. Which I was back in what August? Yeah, that was back in August. That's when we started. Now I've done it at like five or six different promotions and. I bet that's a lot of fun to do, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's a blast. I'm not going to lie. That first show, I was nervous because I'd never done commentary before. We, I mean, right. I've watched wrestling, but but I think what, why it works so well is because we're just all wrestling fans. So we're just watching that as fans and saying whatever comes to whatever pops in our head. I think that's the best part about being, um, you know, about if. Good Lord, my mind is just drawing a blank today. I apologize. Oh, hey, I do that sometimes um, too. So, I can, hey, it's fine. Yeah, I was on here. Um, I, I think that'd be really cool to be a commentator or to commentate a match, um, especially in wrestling business. Oh yeah, I'd, I, not that it'll ever. I don't know if it'll ever happen. But I'd love to be able to commentate like at a at a big event, just one time. I mean, it could happen. Which I got some stuff going on this year that. I guess I can't say all the details yet, but we're I'm working on working on some big things for this year that I think is going to help us expand even more. Hell yes, awesome! Well, I, I definitely hope to see you guys go. But yeah, hey, when we're at MPG, you're more than welcome if you want to come over and uh, jump jump on and do a commentary with us for a match or something. You're more than welcome to. All right, hell yeah! If I'm not too broken up by then, hell yeah. Yeah, we like we like trying. Like Kri- Kripke came on with us at the BMFX show. Yeah. Yeah. Was, well, at the WTF show the week, the week, couple weeks before that, he he came over and done a uh, match commentary with us. Oh, that's awesome! I bet that was fun. Oh yeah. He had a lot to say. Yeah, he's came <laughs> over a couple times and done it. And actually, that the last show he done it, and then him, uh, him and Nate Matthews were doing like a standoff, and Kripke was standing behind our announce table, and Matthews was in the ring, so it, it looked pretty cool on our video. And then Kripke comes around oh, the wow. table and goes up in the ring. Uh, that would have been fun. So, yeah, so 
he hey, just in the, that's the other thing. Like we came to MPG, met Kripke, and then since then he's helped us. He's helped us a lot. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Kripke is the guy that that a lot of people can look up to, and a lot of people can say, "Man, no matter how much you love him or hate him, he's he's a different guy." And and I yeah. mean that in the best of ways. He's a lot of them got a lot of them uh, guys and women that's been trained by that Billy Rock. They all seem to, they all seem to have kind of that same. Oh no, they're all good people. They're they're want they want to help. They're not just yeah. all about themselves. Yeah, I have learned that. Um, I that's definitely something that even, you know, even with me have, or being booked in dip, or in promotions now is something that I would love to experience to go through the training of, of that. Um, I've, I've heard a lot of good things from them. I know. I, mean, I know WCWO has a good uh, training school going on right now uh, with uh, Joey Owens and uh, Jake Oman. Yeah, uh, actually, Jake Oman. Um, we're actually. I th- I'm pretty sure I can announce this. I'm pretty sure it's been publicly announced. Is actually uh, planning to do a seminar for MPG as yep. well. Yeah, I've been sharing. I've been sharing that. I think that's that's at the. I think that's in February, isn't it? Yeah, and that is something I definitely plan on attending. Oh yeah, I I would highly recommend attending that. He uh, when we when we done our live stream at WCWO, when we got there on Sunday, they were they were actually doing training, so they were oh, really. And so while we were setting up, we, me and Dad and uh, and uh, the other two guys that was with me, we got to kind of watch, and dude, okay. was impressed. We was really we was really impressed with the with the the train just the way he ran it and stuff. We was really impressed oh, yeah. with Omen. Yeah, uh, which I've seen him. We've watched him wrestle since probably about seventeen, eighteen years ago, and then now getting to see now getting to see him wrestle now. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, Jake Omen is another one I kind of looked up or kind of independent wrestling looked up to. How he's never got a contract, been contra- got contracted for one of these bigger companies, is I, is a. Oh no, it's amazing to me because yeah, it is. <laughs> that's that's one that I can't believe hasn't been contracted to at least Ring of Honor or Impact. I think he would have done great on either or. Yeah, I know he's been wrestling on Ohio Valley here quite a bit here lately. That's awesome. Which that's another show I've been starting to watch here lately. They've been having like a lot of good talent on there. Oh yeah, uh, hell, a lot of big stars came from there. And yeah, there a lot of big stars in the making. That's. That's another goal of mine is to eventually make it that that far. So uh, this next year in 2022, are you going to try to start kind of branching out to other promotions to try to get your definitely. name out there more? Definitely, definitely. Um, there, there was a, a situation with my vehicle that happened over the weekend. So unfortunately, my so my plans are going to get a little pushed back. Um, yeah. But I, I definitely, you know, 2022, 2023 um, is, is going to be my rising year. Um, that I plan on making a name for myself. I plan on going to every state, having at least one promotion from every state and know who I am. Have you um, have you wrestled in any other states uh, besides Indiana yet? Um, other than Michigan. Michigan? Uh, I did wrestle in Michigan for Apex, yeah. But other than that, no. I Not yet. But that's something that's going to change this upcoming year within the next two years for that, sure that's something i want that a goal of mine now i would like to do is to get one get with one of these promotions 
out of Indi- outside of Indiana and go uh, go do commentary and live and live stream it. Maybe like Ohio or you know I'm. I'll go to Michigan, Chicago, wherever, but just I, I think it'd be cool to to be able to do some out of the state of Indiana as well. Uh, Chicago is definitely a big place that I want to start getting into. Um, I heard there's definitely a lot of good opportunities there, um, and as 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 well as even Florida. I have a cousin that lives in Florida, and he has a few friends that are really big into the independent wrestling. I'd like to go to Ten- I'd like to go down to Tennessee. Yes, um, that is another place I've heard a lot about too. Um, I think, yeah, I think it'd be cool to be able to go down there and do some uh, do some commentary and stuff because man, a lot, a lot of good talent comes from Tennessee. Yeah, um, we we've had a lot of good talent even at MPG come from the uh, usually from the Chicago area or the Tennessee area. Well, the, so. well, the guys you had at the last show, uh, Storm and Stevens, they're from. They're down in the Tennessee area right now. Yeah, I was impressed with both them. I really, I, I really enjoyed watching both them. Even though I thought, I thought hey, Stevens hey. was going to come through our table, come through our uh, table there for a minute, but <laughs> yeah, I've seen that actually. That that's funny that you mentioned that because I literally just uh, rewatched that match um, before getting on here. So <laughs> the. What, what, was it your guys' camera they knocked down? Uh, that knocked uh, one of our lights down. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I seen that. I was like, oh wow. Yeah, he didn't knock. He knocked it down trying to get up, but when yeah, when he threw him, I, I thought oh, I grabbed a hold of our laptop. And I was like, at least if he does hit, it, it, at least he, if he does hit the table, we should be good. I'll have a hold of this. Yeah. And I was just hoping. I was just hoping that the cameraman was going to hold on to the camera. But he stopped right in front of the table. He couldn't have gone any closer. But it was cool because we got a great angle on, a great shot of it. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, Yeah, it's always good to get a great angle on. And I think that's the reason why I like independent wrestling more now than I used to is just because we have so much more fan interaction. Um, You know, you, you can go to and this is going to sound bad to say, but you can go to a WWE live event and pay 60, 70, 80 bucks from nosebleed seats to see somebody that can't work to save their lives. Or you can go to an independent wrestling meet newer wrestlers and even some wrestlers that you grew up watching, such as Chase Stevens and James Storm, um, for 15 bucks right there in your face. And it's, it's just an independent scene. To me, there's a whole, whole difference, a night and day difference between um, a contracted promotion and an independent promotion. And an independent promotion, yes, contracted promotions is more opportunity, more money. And business-wise, it would be better for anybody, of course. But as far as fan-wise goes, fan interaction, um, and just all around, Need to be an atmosphere. Uh, I'll, I'll choose independent wrestling instead. Yeah, for the price, you can't beat it. I mean, uh, we've done a show for DCCW that had uh, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi on it. Oh, that's awesome. Had a WWE legend he- uh, Head Shrinker Samu. So you had, so with him and Rikishi, you had the original Head Shrinkers. That's- and, 
so cool. And then also, and the card, that same card also had the boogeyman on it. Really? That I, I've actually heard, and um, I was so upset because they, uh, I, I actually almost had the chance to meet him, and I had to cancel on the show that he was at. And I was so upset about it because that was another one that I, I really love to work with eventually. He's um, a... I know he does a lot of independent stuff around, even around Indiana. Him, uh, him Gangrel, and uh, Kevin Thorne yep. are, are three exact. Yeah, Gangrel was supposed to be at that show. Oh, really? And uh, that's, when, that's when he got hurt. Oh. So, uh, actually, so Samu... Uh, they brought Samu in to take to kind of take Gangrel's place. Wow! Yeah, it was supposed that. to be Gangrel, uh, Boogeyman, and Rikishi. Oh, Jake! That. Yeah, and Jake Jake Chris was on that show as well. That would have been wow! That would have been a great ass show to watch. And uh, I think for front row, they had a VIP thing for front row. I think it was like 40, 35, 40, But you got a you actually got this. A sign, a signed picture, and they all autographed it. Oh, that's awesome! You got that with that your front, is... with the front row, including your front row VIP, and that was I like see that. it was like thirty five bucks. But then they had general admission for fifteen. So I mean, that's why I love and, and it's a small building. The atmosphere is just so much different. Yeah, it, I mean, you know, it is unfortunate that you know there are smaller buildings. Some some of the buildings even on the outside, uh, don't look the best, but I, that's why I love the independent scene. It's just, it's a whole new experience with wrestlers and, um, it just gives, gives fans a lot more to, yeah, in for, my opinion, gives fans a lot more to experience. Yeah. For and my, like my advice for people that aren't wrestling fans or think yeah. they're want to say it's fake or all that go to an independent show. Go go watch an independent show live, and then, and then tell me that it's that it's fake, or tell me that you didn't that you wasn't entertained. Because if you weren't entertained, you went to you're at a uh, not the right one. You're not at the right independent show. No, because uh, two, no. <laughs> like we go to Indianapolis a lot. Pay yeah. twelve pay twelve dollar twelve dollars on a Friday night for a two and a half three hour show. You can't do anything. You can't do any. You can't go anywhere else and get entertained for twelve bucks. No, not no. I mean, that's why you're going. No. That's about why you're going. Yeah, you go to a movie. By the time you buy a drink and popcorn, you're going to spend fifty bucks. Pretty much, yeah. That's yeah. for each nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> you can go. You can go to a independent wrestling show, spend twelve bucks to get in, and hell, most of them you get like a dollar fifty, two dollar hot dog and a pop. And yeah. Yeah. And, oh, and Storm. Yeah, Storm was at. Uh, Storm was at that show as well. Yeah, that that oh, the yeah. show they had in October. It was a pack. It was a real good show. We have the whole show on our YouTube page. Okay, I'll, I'll definitely have to check that out then. Um, yeah, we have two uh, two DCCW shows on our YouTube page. Okay. And then we have a WCWO show on there. Uh, who else? AACW out of uh, Kokomo. Okay. Yeah. 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 I've heard of ACW. I'll tell you what. That was a that was a fun show. That building was it was standing room only, and the fans there, man, the fans there were crazy. 
I, I've heard a lot of good things from there. I haven't had the chance to watch them yet or even watch the videos yet. Yeah, we got so that on our YouTube do. page. And then who else? Oh, Wrestling Theology Fellowship. And then MP, sure. MPG. And then B, now BMFX. So, I mean, yeah, we got five or six full shows on there. Uh, that's awesome. Yeah. That, that's. And then I broke them down. And then I released them all in single matches. Like at BMFX, we, at BMFX, we couldn't record live. We got there and we was going to go live. Well, that we couldn't get good enough internet service. Uh, so we ended up just recording it, and then I aired it live the next day. But that still, I mean, that still works well, too. So I was actually really happy about our building that there was no problems with that show because um, our building likes to do that, too, likes to throw out the Internet service and just screw us all. I'm um, actually um, at a, a, the show before last at a show of pride. Um, I think the last few matches uh, for without music because everything was down. I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, like, that, your, your Internet in that building worked perfect that day. That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah, we, we I tried to hook up to the hotspot off my phone, and I, uh, at BMFX, and it, it would go live, but it just kept lagging. And I was like, I'd rather just record it and put out a good product tomorrow than to try to do it live and people not even be able to watch it. That was that definitely sounds like it would have been better at that time. Got to got to work with what you got to work with, right? Do you have uh you? What would be your dream? What would be your uh, dream match? My dream match to watch or to perform in? To perform in. Like, if you could pick one, a couple people to have a match in, who with who would be your dream match? Um, I, I guess if it was going to be a bigger match and if he was in better condition, um, just because I know he's not in the best condition of his life, uh, a hardcore match with Edge, <laughs> for sure. Um, um, I guess more realistically, um a I want a hardcore match well maybe not more realistically but more more likely I would definitely love to have a hardcore match with Tommy Dreamer um, I, I mean I know I, that's still a far ways away but that was one of the hardcore guys I loved watching growing up oh yeah was you a, was you a big ECW fan Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, I, the, I I love that kind of style of wrestling. Um, and now that I got to experience it, I gives me so much more of a love for it. Yeah, I watched their first pay-per-view uh, the other day on WWE Network, uh, Barely Legal. That's always been one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah. When they throw that dude off that, uh, off that uh, ledge through like four tables or something, that was insane. Yeah, I, I still re I still remember that from like watching it live, and that's always been one of my uh, favorite old pay per views to go back and watch. That and when Mick Foley gets thrown off the hell in the cell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I have a a buddy that got to uh, listen to a lot of Mick Foley stuff and him talk about that, and it was kind of cool listening. Unfortunately, he he passed away a few years ago, but. Uh, we just stayed up one night talking about that. He was, I was talking to him about my wrestling stuff, and he was talking to me about how he met Mick Foley. And he actually used to be a, a wrestler too, as well. Um, but I don't really know how long he did it for. But uh, 
he was talking about. There was just a lot of stuff that Mick Foley talked about that you wouldn't expect that was behind the scenes. Um, and it, it, I guess he said it was really fun him hearing him talk about him losing his ear. Oh, was probably the his, his funniest thing that he's done. And I was like, oh, I bet that would have been really, really funny. I've got to hear him talk about that on the Broken Skull sessions with uh, Stone Cold. Oh, really? <laughs> I listen to a lot. I, I like that show. That's a, that, that's a good show, uh, a good podcast to listen to. Yes, it is. But uh, I watched I, the one with uh, Edge and Jeff yeah, Hardy here recently. So yeah, I watched the Jeff Hardy one recently, and then the second, uh, the second one with the Undertaker. Second part of that one, I watched it. Oh yeah, I, I did watch that one. Yeah, but uh, just got a comment. It's actually my dad, but he said that. Uh, the Tommy Dreamer might not be too far fetched because he says that uh, Dreamer is taking bookings. And that's yeah, that's what I heard. Um, and that would be a dream match. I would beg Tyler. <laughs> Plus, I think it'd be cool to have Eric Valkyrie kick Tommy Dreamer's ass. So. <laughs> it'd be, it, it, hey, it'd be, I think Dreamer, I think Dreamer would be a good uh, a good draw. Yes. Oh, yes. Because he's one exactly. of the guys. Even if you're not a, even if you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, you've a lot of people has heard of Dreamer. Um, it, it's pretty hard not to. Uh, I did see him live once. I went to uh, the Gathering seventeen, um, and I seen him at JCW, and it was he, even in the ring and outside of the ring, he was just a wild character. Oh, I bet. And, uh, there, I mean, hell, that show had Jeff Hardy when he was still independent um, before he went back to WWE. Where, all JCW big stars. Where was that at? JCW is at the Gathering. Okay. Uh, Gathering of the Juggalo 17. I'm not, I'm not huge into ICP and all that, but I was dating a girl at the time that was, and of course, you know, JCW. I was gonna go watch it. Oh yeah. Yeah, we uh haven't been there. Uh, but Dreamer, I haven't seen him live. But uh, Luke Luke Savage Luke Savage is a character kind of reminds me of like, like a young Dreamer. Yeah, a little of. bit. I can see that because he comes out there in a the t-shirt and, and almost like the sweats and just. But yeah, I'd love to see I'd love to see Dreamer live. Oh yeah, um, it, it was it was definitely really fun. Um, I would love to see it closer, though, because, I mean, I wasn't, you know, front row in JCW because it was their big Bloody Mania event. But it was still it was still cool. Plus, um, one of the guys from the band Attila actually had a match for Bloody Mania. Oh, so okay. So it was really cool because right beside me was the rest of Attila watching. So oh. I actually got to hang out with Attila during. Okay. Hell, yeah. Hell, yeah, that would be cool. We yeah. went to we went to an independent show, I don't know, probably about 13, 14 years ago, somewhere around there, but uh it was in Indianapolis, uh, I think it was Insanity Pro Wrestling, if I remember right. But uh John Moxley was on John Mox John Moxley was on the card, and this was before he was ever in WWE. Uh that would have been cool. Uh, Brian Danielson was on was on that card. And this was the sat this was the Saturday before he was gonna make uh, his debut in the, on uh, Monday Night Raw when really? he was come when he was come back for the second time at, where he got fired the first time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the Saturday before he made his return to WWE, 
We wa- we watched them in Indianapolis. We paid like ten or twelve bucks. Uh, I think Billy Rock was on that card as well. Drake Drake oh. Younger. I mean, it was it was an awesome card for like ten twelve bucks, and we we were sitting maybe second row. That sounds awesome. Um, I know I, I can't remember if they still have it or not, but I know they do uh, Legend of the Squared Circle. I think is what it's called in Indianapolis. And they have a lot of, uh, or maybe it's heroes versus legends, or maybe it might be both. I, I might be thinking of both. I know there's um, a heroes and legends at, in Fort Wayne. Okay, yeah, that's what I was thinking of too. Uh, where they put a lot of the bigger yeah. people that's against small, and that that's really cool to me. Yeah, we we went to we went to a couple of the heroes and legends shows. Got to see Jerry Lawler. Uh, cool. Rick Flair was at one, but. I kind of mad at myself now because I didn't pay the money to get a to go get a picture with them. It was like a hundred, hundred fifty bucks or something. And you got you got a picture with them, an autograph and everything. And I was like, man, I, I just I, I I I'd get lined and then I'd talk myself out of it. I'd get back in line, I talk myself out of it. Well, then I end up going I end up going outside to the ATM, getting money. Came back in instead of do, doing the Ric Flair thing, I went and spent like a hundred dollars on buying this that chair I was telling you about. Yeah, <laughs> for my son okay. for his birthday. <laughs> now I'm like, man, I wish I I wish I just spent that money on myself and met Ric Flair. <laughs> um, I I actually heard uh, Indianapolis is one of his favorite places to wrestle, so I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I guess I heard him. I didn't hear him personally, but I my dad was talking about how he's heard in different kind of interviews and whatnot, and where he's talked about Indiana being a really good place. And I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he's a Rick, oh, Rick Flair's a crazy dude. Yeah, that's what I heard. He got oh he got he left that show, went to a bar in Fort Wayne, and got got into it with a waitress and got kicked out. <laughs> That's not surprising, but that, I mean, I definitely heard he was a, a wild uh, one to be around. Yeah, Jerry Lawler was on that card. I'm trying to think. I think right, I want to say uh, Ryback was on Ryback. that card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a good card. Plus, then you had a lot of the older wrestlers that was there during the day at the fan fest thing that you got to get, you could go get autographs and stuff with. Oh, that would have been real cool to see. Yeah. Coolest, coolest guy I've got to sit down and talk with would probably was probably Jake uh, Jake the Snake Roberts. Jake the Snake. Um, my dad got to meet him. Unfortunately, I didn't. But my my dad got to meet Jake the Snake a long time ago. We helped do some shows here in Muncie for a community center that we was trying to help raise money for, and yeah. uh, and uh, Jake Roberts was at one of the shows, and I, I got to sit out. I was sat outside and was smoking a cigarette. We sit there and talk, I don't know, probably at least an hour. <laughs> That's awesome. But yeah, he's, he, he was, he's, he's crazy, but he's, hey, he treated me good. That's good. Um, yeah, I heard he was a pretty, I heard he was another good guy. The only person I've ever had a bad experience with, or only two people I've personally had a bad experience with was, uh, of course, Sting and, uh, Bobby Lashley. Which was really weird because I mean that was when Bobby Lashley was first got big and first a huge baby face and he just uh, 
it wasn't actually my experience. I just happened to be in the hallway as he was walking by, and it was another customer's experience that I got to talk to. And I mean, it was, you know, an old woman in a wheelchair that pretty much got told to fuck off by. Oh, sorry, I don't know if I was. Oh no, yeah, you're fine. All right, (laughs) but um, yeah, got told that by him, and this is you know an old woman in a wheelchair. Yeah, I, I dropped wow. that. Yeah, I I dropped that bomb right at the beginning of the show just to throw it that that way, just get it over with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know because I, I know I'm going to say it, but uh, yeah, I and have I, doing that sometimes. the only wrestler, the only one I've really had a bad experience with, and it really wasn't me. It was just the way I saw him treat other people at an autograph sign. Autograph signing was uh, Scott Steiner. Really? Yeah, I've heard some bad stuff about him too, and he. Um, I, which was disappointing because I was always a big Steiner Brothers fan. Right. But that's, that's how I felt about Sting. Um, you know, I I had an ex that used to go to a whorehound, which is basically like the, the horror version of uh, Comic-Con. Yeah. And he, he was there signing pictures and stuff. And I was like, hell yes. I was like, I've always wanted to meet Sting. And maybe, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe it was his manager but like they were both pretty much shoving people like getting people in and then shoving them out of the way and he was in my opinion way overpriced for a two second meet and greet and then him just acting like that yeah i was like you know what i i got out of the line i was like i don't even want to meet him anymore oh yeah that's like, like with some of the stuff i saw I'm like man i never i never thought you'd be like that but Hey, I mean, everybody, and it could just be he was having a bad day. I mean, it might, it might not be like that all the time. Right. I've actually, um, there was an experience with a a celebrity, Matthew Lillard, that at first, when I, I I first met him, I was like, dude, this guy's a dick. And then it wasn't really just him. He, and he even apologized to everybody else too, about how he acted. And he was like, I'm sorry. I just, something bad just happened and I was getting surrounded and he actually ended up being one of the coolest people that I've ever met. So, yeah, because I'm so, sure I, mean, I can understand. I'm sure them guys, you're always out in the public. I'm sure you have your personal life shit going on. It it could be yeah. easy just to have a bad day where you're not you're just not into it. It's like yeah, um, so you're I, there, I but you're you're there, but mentally you're not. You're right. Just like I don't want to do this. <laughs> I think that's where a lot of fans forget is like these guys are normal people just like us. And they do. And they, um, they have the same the same pro- shit and problems we have. They have, too. Yeah. We just don't see it because all we see is them as these big heroes or superstars. And we, we don't see them as, oh, they have lives. We have no idea what's going on with them. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I get that. But when, you're pa- but, but when you're paying good money, though, to get an autograph, you expect to – I mean, you expect a little more out of it, though. You expect to at least to be friendly. But I think I think we have high expectations on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, <laughs> well, it, it never. I mean, sometimes um, uh, Scott Wilson, before he passed away, the guy that played Herschel from The Walking Dead, um, actually gave me and a couple friends a free picture and a free meet and greet because the girl I was with at the time wanted to meet him and didn't have the money to. And he just was like, "Get over here." So I was like, "Wow, that's I've never seen anybody do that." But, you know, and then you have other guys that just are like, okay, pay me and get the hell out. (laughs) 
Uh, I know we talked about it a little bit, but that that Comic Con, how uh, did was did you guys was there a pretty big uh, fan base there? Was there a lot of people that like, came in and watched the wrestling? I guess actually, uh, it was it was packed full. Um, were you guys like in the Were you guys like in the same room as like like everybody else, or did they have you guys? We were kind of in an off room. Okay. Um, like a, like a showroom where they would have like a, a Q and a or something like that. Um, so people could just yeah, like walk in. Our, yeah. But they gave us our own room. Um, and we were kind of worried at first because, uh, the first half of our first show, uh, we didn't really have a very good draw and, you know, barely anybody showed up and we we're like, well, we're still going to go out there and do our best, but you know, well, whatever, maybe, maybe we can get some more people in. And by the end of that show, and even towards the middle of Comic-Con, it was packed full to the point where there were people watching from the outside. And I was like, what? Uh, there was um, a lot of things from Comic-Con even closed down at about 7.30 or 7.30, 8 o'clock. And our last show was at 10 to midnight. And there were people coming back, like that would leave and were coming back just for our show. I was like, wow, yes. That is great. That's cool. So, I mean, are you are uh, you know are you guys doing Comic Con again? Um, as far as I'm aware of, yes. Uh, I think we're doing it again in April. Um, I I can't really quote on that, but um, I, I think I have a pretty good idea that that's that's what's going to happen. Um, if it went that good last year, I figure you. Go- oh yeah, they loved us. Um, the the people that brought us in absolutely love the idea of it and not only that but i i love the idea that if you uh, watch a lot of matches from comic-con there's all kinds of different things all kinds of references to movies and comic books um i'm gonna have to talk i'm gonna have to talk to tyler and see who would i have to talk to see if maybe i could uh, set up down there that would be that would be great um and there would definitely be some room you. Uh, we, I'm we sure. To, I'm, oh, I said talk to Tyler. I'm sure he wouldn't care, but I'm sure we'd have to get it okay with probably the Comic Con people. Yeah. Um, but the yeah, problem, to, to come down there and do, like do, just even if I was just commentating your guys' show, uh, we would love that. Uh, I know. I. I mean, I can't speak for Tyler, but I guarantee you, he would say the same things that I would. That we would uh, obviously or. Oh yeah, I think I think he would. He invited because he invited us back. Yeah, um, we were all kind of talking backstage about about you guys actually. So we'd definitely love to have you back. Um, only thing that sucked about Comic Con was that we couldn't use our own music um, due to Comic Con's rules. We are not allowed to use copyrighted music unless we have some kind of ownership to it. So I mean, uh, like. If it was somebody's custom music, yeah, they could use it. Yeah. But actually, um, a couple of us, I'm actually, a couple of us are actually going to use our songs from Comic Con because we found songs that we even like better than our own. So, it made you look. It made you look a little deeper in the find, finding yeah. the song. Yeah, that I, wasn't copyright. I, I have that same problem on here. Not really, especially with Facebook. Man, Facebook, if there's just one, it could be one word of a song, and they'll get. They'll, they'll get you on it. Yeah. Our first, we had a Facebook page and we had, we had a video on there, had over 30,000 views. And I woke up one day and it was just gone. 
Oh, I'd be so shitty about that. I've never, I've never got an explanation why it was just gone. But yeah, we done a UFC watch along, one of our first ones, and it had over thirty. We ended up having over thirty thousand views on it, and then we had up. I don't know. We was up to like four, probably five hundred followers, and just lost it all. Now we're back up. I mean, we're we've built it back up, but it's like right. if that wanted to happen, just how how far would we have been? Yeah, you guys would have been far. Um, you guys commentate on a lot more than just wrestling shows too, though, right? You guys do like football shows and yeah. betting, and that's awesome. That's that's really cool. Yeah, we have a weekly sports betting show that runs Monday through Friday at eleven. Then we have a sports talk show that we do live three days a week. Okay. And then we do the rest wrestling show, and then we do a lot of UFC watch alongs. Uh, do a lot of Indianapolis Colt watch alongs, and. Stuff like that. Not a Colts fan, I take it. <laughs> no. uh, actually, um, a little little mini story. Um, I I don't know why, and I think it was because it was my dad's favorite team, and I just wanted to be that rebel teenager that was like, your team's going to lose, ha-ha. But I kind of hold a grudge against the Colts now because when they faced off with the Bears, uh, I bet my dad 20 bucks. I, if I won, I got 20 bucks, And if I lost... I had to wear a dress all day and him take pictures and um, I lost. So, <laughs> and of course I, I kept my end of the deal. That's like so my son. Against the Colts now. That's like my son. He's me and my dad are big Colts fans. My son, he's an Arizona Cardinals fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> but he's been an Arizona Cardinals fan since he was little, but I think he, he just wanted to choose a different team than us. But then he, yeah. uh, he became a big Larry Fitzgerald fan. So the Cardinals became his favorite team. Okay. But yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. We when we first started, it was we started just doing sports. We was doing the Easy Money and the uh, Gonzo Sports Room. And then right. I went. I went to an independent show with my dad. DCCW was doing a fundraiser for a high school wrestling team. And we oh, went up okay. there. We went to that. Well, then I ended up talking to uh, Mike King and. Uh, Terry Coons, the guys that run DCCW. Yeah, and then, uh, I've met Mike King a time too. What'd you say? I said I've met Mike King a time or two. Okay, yeah. He's a, he's a good dude. He's helped us a bunch. But uh, we, I asked him, I said, hey, would you guys be interested? And, and he's like, yeah, let's do And we went, next show, we was there, done it. And then they've had us back, had us back the next uh, month. Oh, and we've awesome. just been. Doing it since then. And then Mike King's helped me get connections. Well, he he's the one that uh, got me with you guys. He talked to. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I think Tyler told me about that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he me- he messaged Tyler for me, and then so I I called him and asked him. I was or messaged him. I was like, Do you know who who I need to talk to at MPG and uh, what was the other one? Oh, BMFX. BMFX. Yeah. And uh, Mike King goes, well, hold on a sec. He goes, hold on, man, let me reach out. Well, then like five minutes later, he messaged me and said that. Uh, and gave me Tyler's information. Said, "Yeah, he he said he'd love to have you." And then, I don't know, about five minutes later, he he messed me with the guy from BM BMFX's information. Said, "Yeah, he wants to have you too." I was like, "Sweet." Yeah, I've I've, I've known Tyler since, uh, well, I don't know for about I want to say I want to say something about ten years now. Um, so I've been always really close to him. Yeah. He- um, and that's that. I mean, you know, he brought me into MPG and gave me more opportunities than I could be ever put into words of how grateful I am. I mean, he he brought me in whenever 
I was kind of kind of going through a rough time in my life and kind of going through that phase to where I didn't really know if I wanted to continue wrestling. I got some hard criticism and didn't really know. And he was like, no, I'll bring you in. He gave me an opportunity with Derek Crick. He, um, you know, gave me an opportunity with the tag team titles or tag team championship match. Um, has even gave me an opportunity to for the MPG title. And came in as the intergenerative champion um, and even, you know, facing DOC. Yeah. That was, the, to me, that was a big deal. Oh, yeah, that was a good, that was a good match. We, we enjoyed that match. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed the win. <laughs> it, it, it hurt a little. I'm not going to lie. I, uh. Oh, it was funny because my, my guy. <laughs> My girlfriend said he was rec- he was recording for us today. He was operating the camera. Yeah. And, and during your match, you went you was down. Well, from our angle, you was on the other side of the ring. And we couldn't see you. We couldn't see you over the. Uh, we couldn't see you laying down like on the side of the ring on that side. Oh yeah. And then when <laughs> yeah, you um... you came up and your your face was all bloody and hit, my dad said, "Look, I looked up and guy wrote the." Her son running the camera, and he, he had his hands up like this. He just like he couldn't believe what he saw. It was we, we were just, we just started cracking up. There, there was a point in that match that I couldn't see anything but my blood. I was like, uh, oh, I bet because yeah, it starts running into your eyes and everything. yeah, oh yeah, it was. I uh, was worried a couple times in that match that I was going to lose, but not like my group did anything though. <laughs> The whole point was for, you know, my group to help me out a little. But you know what? It's all right. I, I took care of myself, and I was okay with that. Yeah, I think your, I think your group, yeah, they've done a lot more standing around watching than, than they did anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, Alex Van Zandt's going his own way. We lost two of our members. And the other two, I'll just have to whip it and shape myself. So. Oh, well. Uh, I was impressed with Van Zant too. He, him and Chase, yeah. him and Chase Stevens put on a good show. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, was that was that your first hardcore match? Yeah, yeah, it was my first hardcore match ever. So that's why I said, you know, before going into it, I didn't let anybody know. Of course, you know, I was like, yeah, I'm excited, and beat down. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, after that, now I'm I'm ready for the next one. Yeah, it's once you know, um, once you learn what to expect, and yeah, and like how how much pain you are you're to expect. You, it's I would say it'd be easier. Yes, and and it is. Um, eventually, we plan on doing. We were going to do it this show, but uh, we had some some people that couldn't make it. So eventually, we're going to do a hardcore invitational. Um, and I know that I'm going to be a part of it. Um. I think one half of Los Lochamicas is going to be a part of it. Um, I think Gavin Alexander is going to be a part of it. Um, I think we're even going to bring Joey Grunge in on it. And then the two that I'm excited about, and, and everybody thinks I'm stupid, and I might be. Everybody's like, no, dude, you're going to die. I was like, no, I'm not scared. I'm, I'm excited. I want to face them, and those are going to be the two that I go after first, which is the amazing Pookie and Mickey Knuckles. And I, yeah. <laughs> I, I've seen Mickey Knuckles. I know what to expect from her. I know she's she's a bad bitch, like she's. <laughs> but 
I'm not scared. I'm I'm something I'm looking forward to. Oh yeah, they got me in there at one after one of the shows and uh, chopped me. Oh, and uh, <laughs> I took uh, I thought I was getting one chop, because they had, there, at the first show we done at DCCW there was another another podcast there as well. Yeah, it was some younger guys that was trying to do a show and. They 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 were there and they were they were streaming live as well. But one of their guys got in there and took and took a chop. Well then, they, well then they started call they started calling us out. Well, my cousin or not them, but uh, one of the the promoter Terry. He was on the microphone. He was trying to get one of us to come down there and take a chop. Well, my my one my cousin that does it with me. He like he yeah. disappeared. He's like he wasn't going. Well, then when the guy <laughs> running the camera, it, huh? guy running the camera, kind of backed off. Well, I have back trouble and I have a bunch of nerve and muscle issues going on. So there's right. some days, there's some days I can't hardly even move. Well, so I was like, well, so one of us have to go. We're gonna look like little bitches. So I went down there. So I walked down there and they get me in the ring. Well, I think I'm taking one chop. Next thing I know, I get three, and oh. it was a uh, Dex Royal. Oh. Got me, okay. and then uh, JKO Joey Owens, who's known. Oh, yeah, that's why he's known. That's why he's known for. Yes, um, I actually, I was in a, I think a, a handicap match with him against this this new kid that Joey brought in, and I went up against him and got a few chops from him. And actually, um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't mention anything early because I don't know how much permission I have to say, but. Um, I mean, I, I actually, if you look up uh, WCWO and Eric Valkyrie, there's a match on there that I was still very green. Um, I was still learning, but so it's not one of my best works. But for the humor alone between myself and Joey Owens was pretty humorous looking back at it. Oh, I bet. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, um, I, 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 I took a lot. Um, he, he did a lot to me that. It's just gonna have to be something that you're just gonna have to watch. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I, I like Joey. He's been he's been he's been good to us. But he, I like watching. But not only do I like him as a person, but I love watching him in the ring. He, he's yeah, a, he's he's a good performer. He is a very good performer. And then after he chopped me, which he almost I'm not gonna lie, he got me and almost almost went down to my knees. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then Max Sterling uh, got Ooh. me. I, I haven't been. And luckily, that, luckily that was it. But yeah, I, I I was bruised for probably about a week. Oh, I'm sure. Um, hell, there's times where I even say I'd rather take a chair shot than a chop by some of these people. Some of these people got those chops. I'm like, no, just just put me through the table. Just put put some thumbtacks in my head. Right near where I'm barbed wire. Just don't chop me. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> It don't um, feel. Actually, it didn't feel too bad a, a little bit afterwards, but that for, it, it'll sting for a minute. And then, yeah. at the beginning of the bruising, like you can like like even when you put a t-shirt on and your shirt goes like, up against, so you can feel it a little bit. Yeah. But then after that, um, it wasn't it wasn't that bad. It looked worse than what it was. Right, right, and it always does. But it's always that initial just whack. You're like, Ooh. oh yeah. <laughs> and then we and then at the last show, the guy promoter called me up in the ring. Well. My yeah. son, it was the first show my son had been with us when we had done commentary. Yeah. And, uh, hell, he had his head down, wouldn't watch it. I guess he thought I was going to get in the ring and do something. I'm like, dude, I'm just, 
I'm just getting in the ring. He was letting me get in the ring, and uh, he gave me the microphone, let me plug our show, and basically let everybody yeah. know that we're going to be airing it the next day since we didn't get to go live. <laughs> oh, that's, but we, we, that's funny. I started to get I started to get in the ring, and one of the fans there, uh, I don't know if you, I call him the super fan, uh, Marcus Fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was there and he, he got he got the crowd chanting my name as I was getting into the ring. I was like <laughs> I was like, Oh hey, you know, I ain't used to all this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fun getting used to some of that stuff. Um I really hate to say this, but my phone is heating up, my phone's not the best. Oh no, I was get, I was getting ready to ask you as well if there's uh, anything anything else you want to talk about or you'd like to plug. Um other than the fact that come to Bloomington, Indiana, Feb- oh, January 29th, and come see us. We will put on a hell of a show, and this year, our, we promise our shows will get better and better, and if you don't see it for MTG, well, then come see it for me, you know? Boo me, cheer me, I don't care. Like I said, we, w- we was at the last MPG show. We enjoyed it. We'll be, we'll be there January 29th. Awesome. Well, we look forward to So I had it marked down as date, and as soon as I saw the change, I was looking to see if it met, if it was going to interfere with any of our other dates, and it don't. So I was like, "Cool." We look forward to having you guys there. Man, I, I think uh, I appreciate you coming on. You're more than welcome to come back on again. And like uh, I said, it at one of the shows, if you'd like to do some commentary with us, you're uh, you're more than welcome to. Okay. We always right. set up an extra microphone and usually have it muted. That way, if some if somebody comes over, we can. We have a microphone set up and and ready for them. Okay. Awesome. Well, I hope you guys have an awesome day. You too. Uh, have a good Christmas, and I will talk to you later. All right. See you guys. All right. See you. All right, I hope I hope everybody enjoyed that interview. Before we get out of here, I want to uh, I got a few things a few things to uh, talk about real quick. Don't forget we're live Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Uh, that show is live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. We're also live at 1 p.m. Eastern with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. Uh, that show is also live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can find both those shows. In podcast form on Apple Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Most places you listen to podcasts, you can find us. Uh, this interview right here will be on our uh, GSR Podcast Network uh, either later today or tomorrow. You can also find it on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. Check out our YouTube channel. Please hit that subscribe button. We greatly appreciate it. Hit the bell so you get notifications. So you always get uh, you always know when we're going to be live and you won't miss it. Uh, we appreciate all the support. Check out our merch store, streamlabs.com forward slash Gonzalez Sports forward slash merch. Uh, you can see some of the t-shirts here behind me. Uh, go on there and get you some GWR, GSR gear. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, we also have a donation page set up 
at that same link if you'd like to donate to the show to help the show grow. We greatly appreciate that as well. Uh, we will be live tomorrow at 11 a.m. with Easy Money, a sports betting show. Again at 1 p.m. with GSR Gonzo Sports Room. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for joining us today. If we don't, if you guys don't join us tomorrow, or we'll be live all the way. We'll even be live on Friday on Christmas Eve. So if we don't, but if we don't hear see you before then, hope everybody has a good Christmas. If you're traveling to go see family, stay safe. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Peace. <laughs>